0: Hi everyone, Sam here. I wanted to let you know about something that you may not know about this podcast. I have set up a supporter page for listeners to show their support in different ways other than sharing and reviewing the platform. It's called Buy Me A Coffee and what that allows supporters to do is to donate to the podcast. As many of you know, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and lots of other platforms as well. And there is no paywall attached to it now to get our amazing guests on it does require a lot of work and i know that so many people appreciate it so if you are interested in donating to the podcast please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash critcastpod thanks again for your support and enjoy the episode Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Pod, the podcast that offers the personal side behind the persona of world-leading athletes and performers. I'm your host, Sam Crick, and this series is The Road to Euros. We're talking to our British athletes in the build-up to the European Championships. We've had some incredible interaction and some incredible guests so far. And we've got another one. Please welcome Jesse Knight. Jesse, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm very, very well, thanks. We are well on our way. I think this might be the 10th episode of the series that we've done in the last three days. So well on the way around uh, the GB team. How's the experience been for you so far and sort of take us from selection to to where you're sitting right now?
1: Um, to be honest this has been like a goal of mine for quite a long time and I chose last year to have my breakthrough year and all the major chants were cancelled or postponed and so I did put quite a lot of pressure on myself actually getting here Um, and only having two opportunities in Manchester and Manchester and it just wasn't the build-up that any athlete would have hoped for so to actually be sat here Currently sat and um, they're just serving up dinner behind me. So if you can hear like plates and stuff. And um, but yeah, just sat in the hotel. I just am trying to enjoy every moment because it feels quite surreal. We had our team meeting today and I got like a little glass ornament thing um, and yeah. saying it's my first team. I think to be honest, I'm just trying to enjoy it. Like the team captain speech was amazing and yeah, I think all the athletes are just raring to go now and we're feeling really inspired and excited
0: good stuff and it's all about that I think that team atmosphere when it does come to these major champs and it's quite a big team and um, we talked to Izzy Boffy previously and you know sh- she said about that that little um, it's, it almost looks like an award if you imagine sort of like a crystal with a, a GB vest in the middle of it and every angle that you look at it's, it's uh, right in the middle so I don't even know what they call it.
1: It's, it's nice and it's a really nice touch I think um it's underestimated like how much it means for an athlete um getting the chance to represent your country and and just being at the track this morning like seeing all the flags the European flags around the stadium and all the team it yeah it's just an unbelievable experience so I definitely think it's a nice little touch that you get something to kind of mark your first one
0: <laughs> absolutely and there's there's a lot of athletes that are competing in their first one and and it just shows how much, uh, how many athletes have really stepped up in the last year. I'd like the wording there that you chose to have your break breakthrough year last year. But how how did you sort of manage that change, and how have you gone into these champs, and how have you prepared?
1: So yeah, I, my breakthrough year was last year, and to be honest, it <laughs> it was never planned to kind of. Do that in 2017 i left the sport completely and it took me about nine months but i decided that i really missed it and i wanted to make a comeback as such but i kind of like made a promise to myself that when i made that comeback it was going to be all or nothing so my whole lifestyle was going to be around being an athlete i was going to sleep better i was going to eat better i was going to join my new coach and um, who is no longer new but i joined a new training group a new setup And I kind of just said to myself, it was like time to give it my all and see what was in there. And so it took a couple of years being under Marina, but I just I'm I'm steadily progressing under her Um, and everything's just kind of panning out. Um, And obviously last year, the plan wasn't. Well, actually, the plan was to have my breakthrough that year because we thought the Olympics was going to happen. And so in my mind, it all happened at the right time, but then it all got cancelled. So. me it was just staying motivated and last season i did get the opportunity to like race all around europe and i just wanted to get as much experience as possible racing at diamond leagues and at really high level world-class competitions so when it came to actually representing my country it wasn't going to be a shock so yeah so i feel like i i'm ready and i feel like hopefully i can go and perform well on a really big stage
0: yeah best prepared for that that sort of experience i think that's the most important especially when it comes to selection sometimes you're thinking does this person have enough experience and i guess when you go onto the global stage you sort of realize it's a step up on the on the podcast previously we've had uh, comrade williams on one of our main episodes talk about you know, the fact that he was one of the best in the country, but then he stepped up to the European stage and it really sort of put it into perspective. Um, I guess, what did you learn from the the people at, at the next level that has really got you ready for it?
1: Um, I think actually me and Katie were just talking about this up in our room, but like, I think as an athlete, like when you're not used to being around world-class athletes, Athletes, you kind of put them on a pedestal and you think they're like these robots that do this really different training and this really different warm-up and then I went to Glasgow last year and it was my first experience and I was like oh that's the same as my warm-up yeah. and you kind of expect them to be doing something completely different and you're like oh I work just as hard as them and I do the same warm-up the same stretches the same and you you kind of actually think do you know what you can do it and anyone in a in a way is beatable. I mean, obviously you've got athletes that are in shape at certain times, but I think it's important to just be fair to yourself and think like, actually, if I do everything I can, there's no reason why I can't be competing alongside them and um, to their level, but it just takes an awful lot of like hard work and dedication and belief as well. I think it's so psychological and you've just got to actually believe that you can be on that stage with them. So yeah, um, it, I feel like I've come a long way in the last few years. <laughs>
0: I think that's really important. And we've seen, you know, we've seen you perform to such a high level and, you know, which is why we're so excited to see you compete in the next couple of days. And in fact, with, you know, we're speaking uh, Thursday evening um, at this point. And so tomorrow, Friday morning, you're going to be competing in uh, your 400 heat. And I believe if, you, if that's successful, then there's a semi the same day. So, you know, how are you preparing for that? Are you, are you going to take it one step at a time um, in terms of how, how you get through the rounds? um how far ahead are you looking
1: um to be honest i think it's so important to just take one round as it comes and um, so right now i'm solely thinking on that of that heat and um, i've got um a really really good lane unfortunately in lane six which is like the perfect lane for um indoors so i'm just going in and to be honest i'm just really excited obviously the nerves will start creeping in later on tonight and in the morning but i think everyone at every athlete knows that you need those nerves to do well but i think yeah get through each round and I think this year in particular it, you can't look at seasons best because because of Covid like a lot of the British athletes haven't raced outside of the UK yet haven't had many opportunities and um, you don't know everyone's circumstances and where they've been able to travel and which standard races they've been in so I think actually this is one year where you just need to be prepared for anyone to pull it out the bag and um, seasons best don't mean too much and um, and actually you all just need to go out there and on this amazing track anyone can go out and do it so um, I think I'm just not looking at the stats and I'm just going to go out there and um, believe that I can hopefully get through the rounds and yeah, just enjoy it. And hopefully if I do that, I will then progress on to the semifinals later on that day and hopefully the final the following day.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're, we are really excited to, to see you competing and you know we wish you the best of luck. I think um, I often ask some uh, sort of random, interesting questions um, sort of towards the end of the podcast. So one that we asked Izzy Boffy, how many pillows are you sleeping with?
1: oh actually one here but at home i'm that's a fine. two so really? two at home one in poland
0: didn't fancy uh, bringing your own along
1: no i do you My know nice what space. i'm not guilty i can sleep anywhere and um, i slept on the whole plane here and it was like midday so sleep isn't an issue for me and um, so one pillow i think that's the trick
0: <laughs> nice uh, and uh, meal prep for um the race tomorrow
1: um, to be honest wh- when you're away you can't be too fussy so I mean I brought my own porridge for breakfast but for dinner I will literally aim for hopefully some meat some rice or some form of carbons and vegetables and um, nothing too extravagant and I was gonna too- say it's all
0: very glamorous
1: <laughs> yeah you literally just want plain the night before race you want something plain you just want to get the main food groups in and then you just want to um, and yeah nothing too heavy either so yes yeah, meat Rice, veg—that will be hopefully what's on offer tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> so, literally preparing it behind me as we speak. Love it.
0: Um, and as a fan of athletics yourself, um, who are you most looking forward to seeing compete? Obviously, there are some big names that you know have featured on the world stage that are now in these European Championships. Is there anyone you're fangirling over?
1: Um, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I probably shouldn't say this because she's um, in my event, um, but K Bowl's obviously storming through in the 400 oh. scene at the moment. And I'm really excited to, See what she can do here, and also like hopefully race alongside her, and um, and see what every- she can pull everyone to. And yeah, I just think she's someone that's just amazing, and I'm enjoying watching her progress. And um, and um, Lavillenie, I think you say it. I think I've pronounced his yeah. name wrong. Pole really, yeah, the pole vault is going to be amazing. The men's pole vault. Um, I'm not sure whether we can actually go into the stadium to watch. Um most likely not. And um, so we'll just have to watch it from the hotel. And yeah, oh, that will be really good. But to be honest, I'm just looking forward to supporting all the British athletes, and and mm. um, it's such a nice team atmosphere. So just rooting for all the Brits, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised actually that they don't just um, put the the athletes as spectators in this in the stadium. I guess that would make more sense because. They've already tested all of them. You've all done yeah. about fifteen hundred COVID tests, so you might yeah, as well I mean, you might as well st- stay around.
1: We may actually be able to get into the stadium. I'm not actually sure. I think because I'm so focused on me tomorrow and the fact True. that I've done run two fours and um, I I'm not really thinking about it. But maybe, um depending on the next few days, but I I have the potential to have four four hundreds in the next three days. So True, I'm going to be like, well, yeah. things go well. So yeah. Good not stuff. really thinking about
0: that too much. <laughs> well, if people want to follow uh, the build-up on your social medias, where can they find you?
1: Um, so Instagram Jesse underscore Knight. Not very. Um, actually, no, sorry, that's my Twitter. My Instagram is Jesse Knight four hundred. Again, not very original, but right. um, yeah. So follow and wish me luck. Um, hopefully, I can perform well in that vest.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're really excited for it. As I've said, I think fourteen times um, on this podcast already that we are excited for it, but. Jessie thank you so much for getting involved Uh, and we look forward to seeing you compete best of luck